It is officially, as I'm counting in, it's officially Vikings week, and we couldn't be more excited about it. Uh, the Vikings, oh, you know what? They're coming off coming off a couple of bad losses. This is, this is the time for the Bears to get right, get a little bit of a winning streak going, and here to break it down and all that stuff, it's Bears rookie wide receiver Tyler Scott. Good blocking on the perimeter, and that opens it up for Tyler Scott. The man of the hour, Tyler, how are you doing? I, again, I know that we talked last week briefly. It's great coming with you with a, with a win under our belt, arrival in our, in our, in our, in our front vision. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. I mean, it always feels good, you know, after a win. Um, felt good in the building. Uh, going back in there when we went Monday. Um, mm. You know, it felt good. You know, felt, you didn't feel like any other week. Um, you know, spirits were high, you know, guys, you know, positive, um, you know, possibly get some guys back this week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, spirits are high and, uh, you know, we feel good. Well, let's talk about that for a moment, because I know that you have the same. Oh, this is the first time I said you. I didn't when, when I'm talking about it, it's us being one and four. It's you. But a winning streak is us. But in any event, we have the same record as the Minnesota Vikings. The Packers mm-hmm. dropped a game on Monday night football, which was amazing. I loved every moment of that. But the thing is, is like when you look at these seats, obviously Detroit's playing very well. But when you look at like where it just correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels good. I, I feel like we're in a good spot. I feel like even though we lost that game against Denver, still played really well offensively a tremendous game against the commanders. I feel like we're in a good spot right now. And I, I, I feel like there are, there are, there are real reasons for optimism. Am I, am I, am I right on on this? No, I think you're right on with it. Um, you know, looking at, you know, our division and just some of the teams coming up on our schedule, um, you know, you got some teams that are kind of, you know, um, up and down and maybe have a good win there, but maybe have a, you know, you know, a couple of tough losses. Um, record may not be as great either. Um, so I definitely feel like, um, you know, there's definitely, uh, you know, just some openings, I guess you, you could say, um, where things kind of feel a little open for us, um, you know, kind of moving forward, especially with our schedule. So, um, you know, it will be interesting uh, matchup this week, uh, you know, divisional rival. And so, uh, yeah, I think this could be, like I say, huge for us as far as just taking another step in the right direction. Like you said, one game winning streak, um, you know, looking to make it two and uh, just continue from there. And we respect every team on the schedule and everybody's a really good team. The one thing that I really appreciate though, is that the offense feels just seems to be clicking. How different does it feel from where you were in week one, as opposed to now, because now it feels like when you need to make a big play, you guys are going to go out and make it. How has the confidence shifted over the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, I think it just starts for, uh, you know, with the, with the main guy, which is, which is one, you know, Justin and uh, you know, you see him and just the way he's playing and the confidence that he's playing with, um, and just how decisive he's been and, you know, just kind of his play, you know, just, you know, being the leader of a team, you know, everyone kind of looks to you and, you know, you're, you know, if he's playing great, then, um, you know, a lot of the times the whole team is playing great. And so um, I think that's kind of what you're seeing, you know, over the past couple of weeks, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball is just, um, you know, just everyone having confidence in him, um, you know, offensive line doing a great job as well, giving him time. Um, you know, you look at some of those, those scoring touchdowns and some of those big plays we had, especially last week, um, just such a clean pocket. Um, you know, you just look at the offensive line did such a great job, and especially with a defensive line like like they have. Um, just kudos to the offensive line for, you know, just giving him time. And 
um, you know, just the receivers and, you know, the playmakers being able to make some plays down the field. So um, I think everyone's just confident, um, you know, just the, the, the play calling and just, you know, everyone being in the right positions and, you know, all on one accord. So um, I think it's, like I said, a collective effort. You know, it's a collective effort for sure. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, you got one back there and when he's when he's uh, in control and in command and he's, um, you know, cooking on all cinders like he is, then, you know, it's good for everybody. I got to say, one of your fellow rookies, Darnell Wright, has been playing really well. He was the subject of one of the Brian Baldingers, the Baldies breakdowns. He is out there pancaking dudes. Now, when yeah. you guys are watching film and everything like that, what's it? Does it just pop off? Like, it, I, it's got to be exciting to see what he's been able to do so far this season. No, for sure. For sure. Especially when you have a guy that high and, um, you know, when he's starting to pan out, you know, the way that you want him to. And, you know, obviously you're going to have rookie mistakes and stuff like that. And that's just part of the, Another under curve, but I mean, overall, he's doing a great job, and he's definitely somebody who stands out on camera, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Which is what you want, you know, someone who pops out. And um, we talk about the side. I talked about the silent film before, um, and you know, weeks before, and that's something that um, is huge, and that's something that you see with him is the silent film, and um, you see those big blocks. You see him running out on screens, um, you know, being able to cover ground and you know make those blocks. So I think that that's huge, you know, for offensive line. I th- I know at some point in your life you had to make a decision whether to play defensive back or wide receiver. Watching Darnell Wright just abuse people, do you now feel like, yeah, I, I made the right call? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I know it was uh, one play we were watching. I yeah. think it's this one that everyone's kind of been uh, showing. Um, oh, it's the one. It yeah, it's, it's the same one we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, where Justin took it up. He was a QB run, and uh, I think it was Emmanuel Forbes. He, he uh, came into the hole, and I, it was his run fit. You know, he had to fit. You know, that was his hole. That was his gap. And uh, you see Donald Wright coming at him, and, you know, he put his body in there. You know, he did what yeah. he had to do. But, um, you know, we all knew that wasn't going to end great. So, um, looking at those type of things, it's like, man, um, you know, I, I think I chose the right side of the ball for sure. It is one of the things that has been a hallmark of the short tenure of GM Ryan Poles is he likes those athletic offensive linemen that could get out there and and make plays on the move. Darnell Wright certainly able to do it. We saw it last year with Braxton Jones as well. And it's like these athletic tackles just getting out there in a space where a guard would normally be. And our tackles are able to do that. So that does, and that just shows, you know, like this team again, like if you just give it a little bit of time to breathe and, yeah. you know, it's, it's unfortunate, it, it, as disappointed as a lot of us were in the first couple of weeks, you know, you want to beat Green Bay and you want to do all that stuff. But gosh, like why, again, watching that game last night on Monday night, Looking at where we are over the last two weeks compared to where Green Bay seems to be going, and I don't want you to put you in a spot where you're knocking Green Bay, but it's like I feel very comfortable, very confident where we're at, and I feel like now it's time like to really start putting things together. I will say that we have had some injuries at the running back position. How is that? How are we doing? How is everybody? How's everybody feeling? We we is it just a next man up type of situation? Will this mean more opportunities for you? Will we see Bayless Jones taking some snaps? What, what how are we going to combat all these injuries? Yeah, I know. You know, as far as running back, I think we just signed a guy. Um, can't remember his name, but Derrick, I want to say Derrick, Darrington Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I guess he I guess was he here last year? He was here. Yeah, um, he's he's familiar with the program. Okay, yeah, it makes sense because it seemed like guys are pretty excited. Um, yeah. You know, seeing him in the building, uh, you know, just seeing guys' reactions, KV and um, and seeing uh, Khalil, just seeing him, you know, walk to the locker room. And, you know, a lot of the guys that 
uh, for her last year. You could see they were they were really excited about him. So um, that's always a good sign when you got somebody coming in that guys <laughs> yeah. you know love and um, you know trust and uh, yeah he was you know he was out there. That's, uh, that's way better than them being like oh no not this guy. <laughs> right 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 right. So um, you know that's a good sign. Like I said, I'm like I said, not familiar with him, but um, you know looking to uh, looking to get more familiar with him as we as we continue forward. So um, that's good. But yeah, I think you know especially in the league. Um, one thing I've noticed so far is that it's definitely that type of mentality of just kind of next man up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you're, you know, you're just putting the trust in, um, you know, the, the front office and, you know, the, the staff to, to bring in the right guys, you know, to continue, uh, to, you know, on the train that we're on, um, you know, just, you know, all aboard basically and just, you know, hopping on, um, you know. So I think uh, that's been the mentality. Uh, that's been the mentality, you know, just uh, across the whole board, not just offensively, but defensively. You know, you got Greg Stroman, who's, you know, he stepped up off the P squad, um, you know, when uh, Ky- Ky- uh, Kyle went down, right. Kyler Gordon went down, um, he stepped up and he's played big time, um, you know, take advantage of his opportunity. So I think, you know, that's just kind of been the mindset of, you know, every player that's kind of walked in this building for sure, of just next man mentality. And um, we're just holding up and trusting the guys that are in there. And it's one of the hallmarks or one of the trademarks that you want to see from a GM is the building the organizational depth for guys because yeah, yeah. injuries are an unfortunate part of the game. And that happens and it's, and it, it, it sucks. And it really is unfortunate yeah. to see players go down. Speaking of which our, our opponent this weekend, the Minnesota Vikings, I know you were watching the game over the weekend, Justin Jefferson pulls himself out of the game. He limps off the field, yeah. which is like, okay. And you fear the worst. And unfortunately he was put on IR as a player, as, as just like, not necessarily as a future opponent, but as a, as a compassionate human being, what is it like mm-hmm. when you watch somebody like Justin Jefferson have to take himself out of the game, and then you hear the news that he's not going to be available this weekend. How does that? How do you? How do you, you players? How do you look at that kind? Those kind of situations. Yeah, I think um, you know it's unfortunate because you understand how you know how hard guys work and how much they put into this game and how much they you know sacrifice and how much money you spend on your body um, and how much time and you know you just take into preparing yourself for these moments. Um, you know, it's just just so unfortunate, and uh, you know it's. That's an NFL, you know, it's a hundred percent injury, you know, right? And um, you know, it, it got him and I think you say this he got on IR, and I think he said it was out maybe four weeks or so. Yeah. Um they're looking at. Um, you know, I was, you know, personally, you know, I was a huge fan of Justin Jefferson coming out of when he was coming out of college. And I think I was yeah. I was in high school at the time. Um, uh, you know, just watching him and you know, I was somebody I was excited to see. Um, you know, live just up close and personal, just kind of seeing him do, you know, do what he do what he does. Um, you know, so I think that's just such an unfortunate thing. And I think he was kind of maybe like a payday year, um, mm-hmm. as well, yeah. you know, looking for that, you know, looking for, you know, a nice little payday and, you know, he was going to probably, he was definitely going to just re reset the bar and stand it for, you know, what a receiver was going to get paid. Um, you know, so I, you know, I think that's unfortunate, but hopefully, um, you know, he can make him a comeback, uh, this year. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, but I think that's, that's just an unfortunate deal, especially from player to player. And I think, you know, and, and a lot of people, the fans might look at it one way, but I think for players, it's always one of those things that you want to compete against the best and you want to beat the best and you want to beat those kind of players. Like we love, like I, 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 I have no problem saying that I love Justin Jefferson and I love watching him play football, but yeah. I love, I love when the bears beat a team that Justin Jefferson is playing for. So I'm, yeah. I can, I can have it both ways. And it's, it's yeah. one of those things that it's unfortunate, but we will uh, we'll see what happens. Now you're going up against the Vikings this week, who have a veteran off, uh, excuse me, a veteran defensive coordinator Brian Flores, who is installing a new system. They're, they they got a lot of talent on that defense still. They got a great defensive coordinator. 
how have you been looking at the film? How, how do we attack the Vikings and what have we seen so far uh, from the Minnesota team that again, probably better than their one and four record. What do we got going on? How are we going to attack this squad? You don't have to give up. Don't give it, don't give it up. Don't give up too much. You don't have to telegraph the plays, but uh, what are you guys? So, I mean, I think, you know, you kind of said it. I think that I think they're better than what their record says. Um, you know, this it says they're one of four, but I think when you watch them on film and just, you know, see what they have, it's, I feel like they're just a better team than, you know, kind of what their record says. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, they had a, a strong, strong competitive game versus, you know, the Chiefs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you look at their team, uh, you know, obviously Justin Jefferson goes down that, you know, that's unfortunate for them. Um, but that's a huge piece. That's a huge piece for them. You know, he's kind of the center of their offense. Um, they lost Dalvin Cook, so you know the running game. Um, looks like they're taking a hit in the running game. I don't think they have a rushing touchdown this year yet. Um, I've seen somewhere, so um, you know they're kind of really been relying on you know Kirk Cousins' arm. Um, so we'll see. You know they just got Jordan Addison this year, um, so we'll see what you know he does. Um, it's kind of his time to step up, um, you know, offensively. But then defensively, uh, you know, it looks like they 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 send you know quite a bit of pressure, um, and they have a pretty unique defense. Um, a lot of uh, shifting and moving. Um, you know, going on a lot of, a lot of things where, uh, you really got to pay attention, uh, post-snap, um, cause they're going to show you things pre-snap and, um, you know, as things happen, as the, as the ball snaps post-snap, you're going to have to, you know, really use your eyes and, um, really honing on your keys, uh, cause they like to do a lot of shifting and motioning, um, where guys are, you know, maybe at the line and, uh, they may be looking like they're about to blitz, but then there's a, you know, a guy from there, he's going to play post-safety, you know, just those type of things that, um, can definitely mess with a quarterback's eyes. Uh, and the receivers just kind of route adjustments and things of that nature. So, um, you know, and I think also just an aggressive team, especially in the run game, um, just with their safeties, very aggressive. I think probably one of the most aggressive, you know, group of DBs will face all years for just kind of in run fits and things of that nature um, for sure. So, um, like I said, I think it'll be a good matchup and, you know, it's a divisional rival game. So, um, you know, that's always, always means more than, uh, you know, teams always going to bring their A game for for divisional game. So it should be a fun one. Yeah, I don't want you to sleep on this one. I know that we put a lot of effort in the into the Green Bay Packers, and rightfully so. But we also don't we don't also we also don't like this Minnesota team. Delightful people, wonderful human beings. Uh, we still want to beat them, and uh, that's just the way that that goes. Great people, great stadium. Uh, I know they're coming to Soldier Field, but still, uh, still want to beat them, which is great. When when you look at the defense, are they like a lot of zone? Are they a lot of man? What are the what are the most of their looks? It seems like they like to have more eyes in the backfield, um, you know, maybe heavy quarters team, you know, type deal where, you know, those safeties can be more aggressive. Um, not a huge press team, um, not, you know, looking across the board. I think one of their DBs, he went out last, I'm going to say he got hurt last game, uh, mm-hmm. 21. Uh, I think his name, his last name is Evans. Um, I think he went out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just looking across the board, not a huge press team. Um, they kind of like to keep things in front of them, so to speak, and then kind of uh, let their safeties kind of be more aggressive, you know, in that run game. So it looks like they'll kind of have – you know, more kind of eyes in the backfield, let things kind of develop in front of them. And, um, you know, those type of things kind of really just mess with you as far as um, your eyes and, um, you know, just kind of get you confused and throw your timing off. What do you think about DJ Moore? Now, obviously he's coming off a huge game. The Vikings are obviously watching film and they're probably identifying him as a player to stop. For the rest of you wide receivers, you and Darnell and Equinemia St. Brown, do you feel like, oh, we're going to start getting more opportunities because defenses are going to shift to DJ Moore or what are those conversations like? Are you just worrying about yourself? Yeah, I think there's always that, um, always that possibility, um, you know, especially when he has, you know, two great weeks that he's had, 
Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just always being prepared, uh, always, always being prepared, whether they, you know, shift to them or not. Um, you know, your time will come. And when the ball comes your way, you just got to be ready to make a play, um, you know. And so I think just the biggest thing is just being prepared because, um, you know, with especially in the league, they're not going to just allow you to keep keep just doing those type of things. Um, yeah. They're going to they're going to do something to try to combat, uh, you know, that you know, what you've been doing um, and kind of what's been working. And so, um, you know, that could open up a lot of, you know, other opportunities for guys, you know, outside of DJ and, um, you know, just being prepared is the biggest thing. Yeah. We're going to have a big, we're going to have a big crew down at Rip Beer Company in Southern California in Huntington Beach. Uh, a lot of the Vikings fans will filter in. Uh, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a big game. We're, we're still, the, the crowd is ready. It's like, kind of like I would, I would equate it to watching the Royal Rumble where you're waiting for your favorite wrestler to come out because we're waiting for that Tyler Scott touchdown and rip beer company. Every time the bears are on offense, we're ready. We have confetti ready to fall. We're, we're, we have, we have confetti ready to fall from the sky. Like it is going to be a big deal. So I know that you've got a lot of fans. I let everybody know when you score, there's going to be a loud roar from Huntington beach, California. That'll be coming after you. And also want to let everybody know that if you're in the Chicagoland area, the best place to watch bears football is Game Room Chicago, located in the historic Chicago Athletic Hotel, right across from Millennium Park. It is the best place. They got one of the best chefs out there dialing you in. They've got all sorts of recreational games like billiards and and beer pong and or shuffleboard. All the, all the good, all the good bar games. They have all the TVs with all the games, which are amazing. But here's a cool thing: if you mention the Sick Podcast. At Game Room this weekend, you will get 20% off beer towers and large format cocktails. The offer is valid Saturday, October 14th, and Sunday, October 15th. What did you do? I I, I am curious to ask, though, uh, you know, with everything that happened over the weekend or on Thursday, you're feeling good. We talked on Friday. What was it like over the weekend? Like walking around like, ah, we've won our game. Like how, what is your Sunday? Like it's, it's for me, it's a little bit lonely because it's like, I really don't like I, I got up and watched the Premier League and stuff like that. But it's still a little yeah. it's still a little lonely uh, when the Bears aren't playing. What, what was it like for you? Did you get up and just watch games? I know you had the Vikings on tap. So did you watch their game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I sat down because I think I'm a fan, too. You know, yeah. so uh, I was watching games all day. Uh, you know, I was all day college, college football. Um, all day, you know, I was, you know, taking my, you know, self back all day. Usually, you know, Saturdays, um, I'm in a hotel, um, and, you know, preparing and things of that nature. So, you know, not usually able to catch like full college games, you know, just catching bits and pieces, maybe ends, maybe the beginnings, maybe some late night games. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, I, I sat down. I was a true fan, watched college game day. Um, you know, like I was back in high school and, um, you know, watched all the games. And then Sunday came, I was like, oh, I get to finally sit here and, you know, have a whole bunch of split screens going um, on the TV, watching all the games play. Um, so yeah, I was I was you know just as excited to to, to watch everyone else play. Um, and it felt even better when you you know you're sitting down watching all these teams and it's like, well, we won this week, so um, <laughs> that's something that we got to worry about. So, um, but no, yeah, definitely definitely watched all the games. I saw Sunday night game and uh, Monday night uh, last night as well. So yeah, uh, a lot of football. I gotta say, there's something cool too when this when the ticker's rolling on NFL Network or CBS or any of those networks and our score comes up and it, you know, we've already won. Did you pop, do you, do you like see that? And you're like, yeah, baby, we got, we yes. got that done. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely. I see the scores and it's like, yep, yep. That's us. Let's, let's, uh, let's glorify that even more. 
Um, but yeah, no, definitely. There's, there's definitely some pride with that. It was even better because in the moment when I'm, I don't know about you, but like when we're living through it as fans, that game felt incredibly close. And maybe it was close, but like looking back and you see like 40 to 20, like we smoked them. Like we killed, like I remember sweating out every second of that. But now that I see the score, I'm like, oh yeah, we, we, we destroyed them. Is it looking back in hindsight? Cause you guys like, you really did a lot of things. Well, I know we talked about this on the, on the show on Friday, Saturday, but you guys did a lot of things well. And it just feels like, and, and the one thing that I, I know that you mentioned, but for those that didn't get an opportunity to join us last week, I just, and I don't think it's an imagination of mine, but Justin just feels like he trusts where he's putting the football. And I think that the third touchdown to DJ Moore, like he throws this ball on a rope to, to a place and like, and you know, and the, and the haters who watch it, like, ah, that was close. Like, yeah, it was close. He made a great throw and it was a great catch made. Yeah. Right. Like he, that's the kind of throws you have to make in the NFL. It feels like he's more like he's, he's throwing that ball with conviction. I think you even mentioned that on Friday. Yep. 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 No, definitely. Yeah, it's the NFL. You know, you guys aren't going to just be running scot-free, you know, around. So yeah, you got to make those throws and that's what the great quarterbacks do. They are able to make those throws and throw people open, um, understand the leverage of a DB and understand like, Oh, a DB may be positioned a certain way, you know, uh, you know, relative to the receiver, um, but he, if I put the ball in this spot, he's not gonna be able to make that play. So yeah, he may be on him, but he's not um, in a position where he'd be able to make a play on the ball if I put it in a certain spot. And that's, you know, that's kind of, that's what he did on that play. It was amazing. And it's one of the things it's, and again, I mentioned this to you on Friday, but it is one of the things that we've wanted to see, like where we want those signature moments. You know, when you, when you need a, a losing skid to stop, you got to have those signature moments. I thought Justin yeah. delivered. And now I will, I always have confidence in Justin. Like any, anytime he gets the ball with a chance to, anytime he gets the ball, I'm like, we're going to score. Like, I just assume we're yeah. scoring. It's a shock to me if we don't. And I think over the last two weeks, it's really been proven to be the yeah, case. It because, like it feels right? like that. We haven't punted a lot. <laughs> Honestly, we haven't, we haven't punted too much. Yeah. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to see number 16 out there anymore. Like I've, <laughs> I hope, I hope his parents came to a couple of the yeah, early the games. Parents. We don't want to see him. And I'll let everybody know too. This was something that I put on the NFL fantasy live show. Uh, this week or on Tuesday that in since 2022 in fantasy points scored, Justin Fields has averaged 11 points in September over 24 points in every month after that. So this is, this is mm-hmm. definitely the trend. This is definitely, and if this is something that we have to live with moving forward, where it's like, Oh, it's September, but then we're, we're money for the rest of the season. I will take that. And I think too, like, the defense looked like the defense looks pretty confident as well. Yeah. I, I think that that defense is really starting to come together. How do you guys feel on offense? Cause I know last, well, you weren't here last year, but like, I feel like now, like, last, I don't, I don't want to talk S, but like, I feel, re- but I do, I'll just say this. I feel really good when our defense goes out there. I feel confident mm-hmm. that we're going to make stops. How do you guys feel when the defense gets out there? Cause I feel like they're starting to really turn a corner and play well. Yeah, no, they, they've been huge. Um, you know, especially for us, like, you know, we came in, um, you know, we've been starting the games off great. Um, and, you know, then our biggest thing, you know, knowing we had guys down was to, uh, you know, especially defensively was, you know, we're going to have to put up a lot of points, you know, in these games, you know, to be able to, you know, compete. And, you know, they've shown like, you know, we're holding our own, you know, on this side of the ball. And, you know, we come out in the second half and maybe not putting up as many points or maybe going a little law, you know, but the defense is helping, you know, keeping us in it and just holding it down for us, even though we may not be putting as many points, you know, as we were firing in the first half. You know, so, um, but no, definitely, I think, you know, especially with, you know, a group that has had different 
um, you know, guys in and out of the lineup. You know, we've had two, you know, starting, you know, rookie cornerbacks, uh, you know, last two games, you know, Tyreek and, you know, and Smitty, you know, over there. But, you know, they've been holding they've been holding their own, you know, doing their thing. Yeah. Um, like I said, we got Stroh, um, Greg Stroh, who's, you know, stepped up from uh, P-Squad. So, I mean, you, you look at it, those aren't guys that, I mean, well, you had Tyreek, but, um, you know, you got Hicks in the back, you know, and, you know, playing safety. But, you know, those are those are guys that you, you know, coming into the season, you know, you weren't necessarily expecting to see. Um, and those are guys that are holding it down for us, doing a great job. And so uh, that definitely just gives the offense confidence, especially when they're able to get turnovers um, mm-hmm. and be able to flip the flip, especially in the plus 50 area. Um, you know, you give Justin Fields the ball, you know, the plus 50 area, you know, that's 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 pretty uh, I listen. I know that you're very busy. I don't want to keep you too long, but I do want to be uh, take this opportunity to wish you a happy birthday. Your birthday is on Thursday. You turn you turn 22. Uh, we're excited for you. Uh, number one, I'm I'm almost scared for you because you guys practice on Thursday. I don't know what the veterans have planned. I don't know. You have you need to find some person. And I, I, I think Tyson would be the most trustworthy. You got to tell Tyson, like, hey, if I get taped to the goalpost, you're getting me out, right? Like, you have that person already designated. Listen, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know because now knowing what they did back in the back in the summer with the whole Ricky Dinner thing, uh, you know, I got to keep my eye oh, for DJ. That's I gotta right. Keep my eye for DJ. I got, I got to keep my eye for DJ and, uh, and EQ because uh, they're the ones that have something up their sleeve that'll be, you know, sneaky. So. Um, you know, now that you said that, uh, do you mind? I'm gonna, do you, I'm gonna be on high alert. Do you remind? Can you? Uh, I got to talk about that too because, like, for those of you who didn't know, uh, the the receivers, it was the receivers, right, who played a prank mm-hmm. on you during <laughs> during training camp. You hear about this a lot that these guys go out, they take a rookie out, and then they run up a bill for about ninety thousand dollars, and they leave it with you. What do the Bears do to you? What, so what happened with you? If you could remind, for those of you that haven't heard this story, it's amazing. Can you just kind of tell everybody what happened? Do you mind telling that story again, recreating it? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I know, kind of leading up to you know, early in you know training camp OTAs, just you know, the guys were talking about, yeah, you know, rookie dinner, yada yada yada. I'm just kind of impressioning off, like, yeah, all right, yeah, they're gonna forget, or you know, it ain't that serious, whatever. So, you know, I went to a time, nobody said anything. So I'm thinking, you know, I went through, I went through rookie minicamp, I went through OTAs, and, you know, went through the kind of the first half of training camp, and, you know, nobody really mentioned that about it. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to clear, you know. And uh, oh, no. really right before. That's the know, worst feeling. Right before, right before we take off to uh, Indianapolis, uh, DJ was like, hey, uh, what are we doing about this rookie dinner? Oh. And when he said something, I was like, oh, hey. gosh. This is actually going to happen. And so, uh, so then, you know, everyone's like, hey, yeah, just let us know. Yada, yada, yada. And they wouldn't even ask me. They weren't even asking for my input or anything. They were just like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to go here. Yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay. And so, um, you know, so then we get to Indianapolis and, you know, Coach Flusey mentions like, yeah, I know guys want to go out to dinner, yada, yada, yada. So get with such and such, you know, who makes sure the restaurant's good. You know, uh, you know, just marking out the checklist. And I'm sitting here like, well, I haven't heard anything about any dinner, so I don't know. So a couple of days go by, and um, then uh, DJ mentions, uh, you know, he, he brings it up again, and we're like, "Yeah, we're going, uh, we're going on Friday." And I'm like, "Oh gosh!" And so I was like, "All right, fine, you know, it's fine." And then kind of leading, so kind of about two days, you know, before leading up to to that Friday, 
um, you know, we're, you know, we're doing some walkthroughs and stuff. And now I got the guys coming to me saying like, oh, we're going to run it up. Uh, we're buying all the drinks. We're doing this, that, and the third, you know. And so then they're asking like, well, how much is the limit? Yada, yada, yada. Make sure you contact your financial advisor, all these different <laughs> oh, things. No. And then Justin was like, yeah, I'm coming. Justin was like, yeah, I'm coming too. So, you know, oh. make sure that you, you I'm like, what? I, thought, I was like, no, you can't come. I was like, it's only to my room. <laughs> he's like, oh, he said, well, he said, you better let me come or you're going to be running routes on there the whole year. So I was like, <laughs> I was like okay, so, um, so, so then we, you know, he's talking about, yeah, I got to get a to-go plate. I got to get one for the, you know, for the hotel and I got to get one for, you know, after the game and all these different things. So they're hyping it up. And so, um, eventually Friday comes and I uh, remember I ended up taking a nap and I was going to try to sleep through it. Um, <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> and so I get a call. Uh, from one of the receivers, and they're like, hey, you know, T. Scott, where you at? And I'm like, uh, just come get my card. <laughs> and so at that point, um, I got a text from uh, Reese. No longer with us, but um, I got a text from Reese, and he was like, hey, man, uh, just come. He said, just just trust me, man. It'll be fun. And so I'm just like, uh, all right. So I get up, head down. They got this huge truck waiting for us in the, in the front. So I get in um, and, you know, everyone's dressed up. I just got like a hoodie on. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, let's go. And so obviously I'm not one to go. And so it's we drive about 40 minutes out, um, you know, to downtown Indianapolis. I think we go to a restaurant called Tony's. I want to say it was called Tony's restaurant. Okay. So we get there and, um, you know, got us a nice little room, you know, decked out for us. Um, so just a little private room. So we're, we're in there eating, you know, chopping it up. And, uh, you know, things start coming out, taking orders. Um, you know, get a few drinks, got some appetizers. And, you know, as that's going on, I'm making, I'm counting in my head, like, all right, that's, you know, a few drinks yeah. here and there, you know, there's some appetizers. All right, it doesn't look too bad. Nobody's going crazy. You know, so I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, going on and then, you know, they come out, take our orders for dinner. And I'm, you know, everyone's taking an order. I'm thinking, okay, cool. Watching everybody. Okay, it's a steak here, you know, some fish here. You know, I didn't get too much. I'm like, so I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, we should be good. I'm like, you know, it doesn't look bad. And so, um, you know, having a good time, you know, music is going, yada, yada, yada. So then times for the, the, the bill to come out. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, like, I should be able to handle this. This isn't that much. And so, um, you know, before they hand it to me, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like, pass it around first, pass it around first. And so then, you know, the bill starts getting passed around. And I start seeing everybody's reaction. I'm like, why is everyone reacting so, like, <laughs> like crazy? I'm like, what are, like, I'm looking at the table now. It shouldn't be that bad. Right. And so, um, you know, it's going around and everyone's like, oh, you know, that's not that bad. Or, oh, wow. You know, so they're <laughs> making all these different comments. And so, you know, eventually the bill got to Chase, Chase Claypool. And he got the bill and he looked at it and he was like, oh, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. <laughs> and when he said it, I was like, oh, this is bad. This oh, is no. Bad. This is bad. Just knowing who he was and our relationship, I'm like, oh, this, this is bad. So, you know, it goes to one more person, it eventually gets to me. And um, I remember taking it, I looked down and it said 20K. And I'm sitting here like, how? 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 I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. And I'm looking and it said, yeah, we had like, a, like so we had like, got like the uh, drinks that were like 15K. That's that's what really took it. We got like some fancy drink. Cause I, I did say, um, like, get, like, get us your best red wine. I want to say, I was like, yeah, perhaps your best red wine. But I didn't think it would cost like, <laughs> you know, 5k a bottle. And so I was like, yeah, you got three of those bottles, which came out to 15k or something like that. I'm like, this makes no sense at all. And so I was sitting here, I was like, so who ordered all these drinks? <laughs> at that point, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I attempted to get my card out like I was about to pay for it, not knowing what I was about to do. And so as I'm doing this, um, they were like, all right, bro, we're like, like we're good. We, we died in the dash and we're just leaving. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I'm like, no, no, we're not going to do this. I'm like, I might be in the negatives as far as my limit, but I'm like, I'll, I'll get it back. I'm like, we're good. And so they're like, nah, man, we out. We, we died in the dash and we good. I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then, so the, the waiter comes over and he's, you know, he looks like he's like in on it. He, he's laughing. And so it's like, hey, man, you're good. You, you can go. I'm sitting here like, I was like, but nobody paid for it, though. I'm like, what do you mean? We're like, we just got a free meal. I was like, I didn't see anybody pay for it. And he's like, no, you're good. You can go. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. And so I was like, okay. And so we all step out and we're, you know, we're leaving, getting into the truck. And so I get into the truck and, you know, everyone's like, no, for real. Did you pay for it, though? I was like, no, I didn't. They're like, you didn't pay for it? Like, you didn't pay for the meal? like, you got to go pay for the meal. They're like, you can't just leave. I'm like, but you guys told me that I was good. And he told me, they're like, dude, you got to go pay for the meal. And so I'm on my way to get up. They're like, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, my gosh. And so I was like, okay. And so then I think, I forget who told me, but eventually they told me, like, yeah, this is DJ's idea. He set it up. He ended up paying for a meal. Um, oh. I guess he had connections. I guess he had uh, connections or knew the owner of the spot. Um, but there was some connection there, I guess. And, um, you know, he ended up paying for the meal um, himself. But I, I don't think it was 20K, though. But he, he ended up paying for it, though. So they gave you a dummy bill, made you think you owed 20 grand. Then they told you to dine yes. and dash. They put you through yep. the ringer. But I, I think that says a lot about DJ Moore, that uh, he was out you there. He was, he was picking it up. Like, he's the one who makes the most money. Like, he, like it's okay. Like, <laughs> right. I, I appreciate that. I I. I always hated that story because I always feel like it's, I know that, that everybody pretends like football players, especially rookies, like are just swimming in cash. You're like, no, no, no. Like we, they get taxes taken out as well. And there's all these things like, you're not rich. Like, unless you're the the, the first round draft, like you're not that rich. Like this is a big bill. So I'm glad it It makes me feel good about the team that I root for, uh, that there's a bunch of good people on there who, uh, who, listen, I love that they had a laugh with you, but no harm done. You're uh, you're you're not going to be in the negatives, as you said, and uh, you didn't have to do. Yeah, no, I'm uh, good. I'm good. I am worried about your birthday, though. I I would even say this that I I think Friday is when they're going to try to get you. I I I fear Friday more than I feel than your actual birthday. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna stay out the way, honestly. I'm. Like- I'm going to try to stay out the way. Please, I won't let anybody know. I I certainly won't tweet about it on your birthday. Uh, but no, you know, Hey, I, I, let me just real quick. If you were if for your birthday, if you're allowed to have one person perform at your birthday, make them alive. I don't want to do that live or dead up a live person. Who would you want to have at your birthday party, uh, performing perform like a song? That's whatever. Like, Hey, somebody's going to come in and perform. Uh, okay. They could be a stand up comic, but for the most part, I think most people would think of like a musical act is going to come in and put on a private yeah, show yeah. for you. Who would it be? It's going to be for me. I'd probably have to go with uh, J. Cole. All right. Very nice. I'm a J. Cole guy. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with J. Cole. That's, that's my guy. Very. All right. Well, let's see if we can get Jeff to get that taken care of. So, Jeff, now you know what you need to do for his birthday. Uh, J. Cole, Jeff. J. Cole, get him on. Uh, but listen, I want to let you know before we get, and again, I'm sorry I kept you on a little. I, listen, Jeff, I'm so sorry. He tells a good story. I'm not going to cut him off. So don't don't give me the note like you kept him on too long. Tyler's talking. It's his fault more than mine. Yeah, uh, it's on me. It's on me. It's on me. 
But I do uh, once again want to congratulate you on the great win on Thursday. But I also want to let you know that I'm I'm back in now. I'm back into the like, hey, so okay, so we beat this team, we beat this team, then we're 500, then we're the. I'm back in. Yeah. Not that I was ever gone, but now I'm really sold. So I really need you guys to go out there and bring this one home on Sunday. I have the utmost confidence in you. I think you're going to get it done. I think we're just starting to get things rolling. But I'm back in. Uh, I was never out, but we're back. We're, we're fired up. Chicago is uh, ready to love again, and uh, we're excited for this game. Go get it done. Thank you so much for being here. Happy early birthday, and uh, bear down, it. Tyler. Appreciate it. All right, that's it. That's all I got. There he is, the great Tyler Scott. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks to everybody uh, for being a part of the show today. We will be back Wednesday night. Take it to the rank. Uh, I think Greg Braggs is going to be with us, so make sure you check that out. Until that time, Sammy, go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. 